spoiler in time. This is the companion show to Cord Killers, where we watch something fun uh, and then talk about it. This week, we are going to talk about Good Omens, Season 2, Episode 5, Justified City Primeval, Season 1, Episode 7, and Miami Vice, Season 4, Episode 20, A Bullet for Crockett. I'm Tom Merritt. He's Brian Brushwood. Hey, man. Uh, I, got, I got to apologize, guys. Um, uh, this was a very weird week. Um, uh, there, there, there's only one college show that I do now uh, for the magic show. Uh-huh. And, uh, you, and I don't worry about it very much because there are three magicians, and I trust all of us. Um, this year, I landed... Uh, I only packed 25 minutes of material because the only way we've screwed up this show before is by overloading it. And uh, I landed, uh, and then one of the performers said, I definitely am not going to be able to make it. And then then the other performer said, well, I mean, I'm at the airport. I'll I'll likely make it. And I had to sit with the possibility that suddenly I was going to be the only performer for 90 minutes for 500 freshmen and so i just i i went to walmart anyway i've had a week and i intended to be caught up on all three episodes but i must confess that mm-hmm. uh, I, I, in fact I'll what hold- did you not watch <laughs> oh are you uh, gonna hold it okay. well, well fine I, you know what i will hold it because because you're my audience now bryce <laughs> all right did you did you watch good omens Oh my god! No, you have to tell me yes or no because I'm deciding it? whether to start with Good Omens or not. Did you watch Good Omens? Oh, oh! I thought you were starting the the segment. Uh, no, yes, no. Yes, I'm I asking did. you a I question. Did, did you I did. watch Good Omens? I did. I did. Okay, good. Let's start with Good Omens season two, episode five. Uh, the ball. This is a a sort of a Jane Austeny ball, which was out of nowhere. And, and it's the, the fulfillment of the promise of like, we're going to do something to get these two together and fall in love. Cause that's the miracle we need to pull off. Uh, Brian, I feel like you've got a lot to say about this one. Uh, yeah. And, and, and I promise I won't overstep. I, 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 just uh, talk. I don't Good. know if it's because I just watched it. 30 minutes ago, or if it's because, um, uh, I'm in the headspace of seeing everything through a certain lens, but in this marketing book I'm writing, I I was thinking about, uh, uh, push pull dualities, uh, of, of, of like, uh, uh, one of them is gifts versus everything you do is either a gift or a harvest. And when I'm in the middle of writing a book on marketing, and I see, uh, what, what's the name of our good, good guy? Azarafel. Uh, Azarafel, when I see him going around, essentially doing marketing, he's what, like what he wants in each of those segments is for people to commit to coming to the meeting. Uh, and I'm watching him do it so bad. And of course, that's on purpose because that's fun to watch. He's trying to harvest before he gives or so on. But, but, then, but then he reveals that he has... And I know Neil Gaiman is a magician, and uh, so he made many, many call-outs to very specific things uh, in niche communities. Uh, uh, I, I watched... This episode was pitched as a very expensive episode in which we were told a, a horde of demons in some CGI hellscape we're going to destroy a bookshop. And instead, it, it, it's, it, Tom Merritt, let me just sum it up. Uh, this may be 
the single best deconstructible representation of hypnosis I have ever seen. Because uh, I went in with the headspace of noting to myself which were the gifts. Oh, that's a very rich landscape. Uh, oh, oh, that's a funny little three-second uh, gift, harvest, gift, harvest. Oh, he should be gifting and harvesting here or there, whatever. And then... Gifting and harvesting meaning like offering something and then like taking something because they they feel gratitude or or indebted or whatever, right? Exactly. Like 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 uh, we we kept seeing him saying, "Hey, come to the meeting," and then and and which is a harvest, and nobody wanted to go to the meeting, and then then he would give a gift. And the whole point of my book is give the gift first and then do a harvest. But uh, 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 as I was watching the characters seduce each other into committing to going to the meeting. Uh, I got a little bit distracted, Tom, and mm. suddenly I realized, oh, wait, uh, why are we in a Jane Austen novel? And then I thought to myself, oh, my God, it's not the characters who were slowly seduced and hypnotized. It was me. I got tricked. I was promised a horrific demonic invasion and at exactly, I don't know, 37 minutes or so, I realized you guys are going to, uh, you tricked me. You did it because I'm going to watch you gently discuss things with each other. And I'm going to count that as good enough. Uh, and then like a, like a, like a real piece of work that Neil Gaiman, he has to drop the mic and there's a line of dialogue where they point out that they've been hypnotized. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh, you sons of guns, get out of here. Uh, this is, it's true. I experienced, I literally got hypnotized, uh, just a jump bunch of gentle nudges. And I found myself at a different place and I don't know how I got there. Yeah. I, and true to Aziraphale's character, like to him, Jane Austen is practically contemporary. So, you know, that shouldn't stick out. Uh, that should work. Uh, it was, it was fun to sort of slowly realize, like you're saying that, wait a minute, they're all dancing old fashioned and talking old fashioned, except for, uh, and, and then you knew that the Legion, which is not a Legion, uh, was going to be fairly incompetent, but you thought there'd be more of a battle, uh, than that. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, throw in a bunch of Dr. Who references and boom, you got yourself a, uh, an amazing episode. I love this. This is great. Uh, uh Bryce, did you see it? I did. Uh, 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 this is a, a really good episode. Um, it's kind of a shame that this show is an hour long because this episode doesn't feel good for being an hour long. Like, I, it, there's a, it, this episode felt really watery. It made me realize, like, oh, yeah, that's kind of why we've been doing uh, uh, these mini episodes the past three weeks because the actual thing here is very short. Like, you're right, Brian. Like last week, they told us we were gonna get a huge demon horde, and then we kind of saw a few of them. And then, <laughs> and then they have the fight. But then, oh, but no, but that, but the actual thing will be next week. The actual thing will be next. Like it, it's we're really getting strung along here, and it's it's a shame because it's the right episode. I know, it's not that bad. I know. Yeah, short attention span theater. My gosh. Uh, but uh, uh, Gabriel going out and. Uh, trying to give himself up and not being right. able to convince anyone that he's him. That was just, that was so yeah. good. That by the way, was the moment that I realized I had been hypnotized uh, oh, is yeah. the moment he stepped out. I was like, 
And I was like, I, I literally had to hit pause because I'm writing these note cards for the marketing book. And I had to write down, you got hypnotized. And I wrote down the time <laughs> code and I sent it down. <laughs> That's amazing. Scooper Nova Girl says, it was Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. It really was. What? Yes. Yeah. The mask bit. Uh, good so, call. Someone in the chat mentioned the mask bit. That mask gag was so funny. Like, if, for those of you who don't have uh, uh, good faces for the real world, we'll <laughs> give you masks. <laughs> and then a minute later, not right after, but a minute later, they're out there and only some of them have the little blue paper COVID masks <laughs> on. And it's like covering all. Just I totally missed cake. that. And no, it was so good. Well, and, and, and because I was watching and because I got hypnotized, like I was watching it through the filter of uh, 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 production quality for uh, uh, aesthetics and for pacing and for dialogue or whatever. And, and I was, uh, I made a game of it. And I think that's why I got so uh, got is I was like, uh, look at everything and then think of everything you feel and ask if it's a gift or a harvest. Like uh, the, the person who previous episode was like, give me demons, I'm a one dimensional character, suddenly becomes a relatable protagonist when she's trying to, it, the, it's it's all marketing because she's trying to give a speech to inspire the other demons and she's terrible at it because she's trying to harvest before the gift and so on. And then meanwhile, Neil Gaiman, of course, already knows all this. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on Good Omens? I think that's it. Because like like Bryce said, the, the big events are coming in the next episode. Uh, yeah, no, I, I liked it very, very much. What about you, Bryce? I... I Boy, I would love a 30-minute version of the show. <laughs> but it's good. That's like, good. That, yeah, it's a good, yeah. That's good, Omen. Season 2, Episode 5. 